0: Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Monday, October 11th, and we are here to try to, I don't know, take the mystery out of your financial life or maybe help you think about what your next phase is going to be. Maybe we're trying to get you to find your financial independence new endeavor or next endeavor. I can't remember which one we ended up on, Mark. Was it new or next? I have new written down, but you know what? Um, Did you ever figure out what Fiesta stood for? Okay. I think I was financial independence, early start, take action. I think that's what I said. Anyway, fine. Financial independence new or next endeavor, whatever it is. Or maybe you're just like all in on the fire movement. Financial independence, retire early. Just do it. Uh, Whatever it is, we'd love to help you out. And all you need to do to put your question in front of us is go to our website, jillonmoney.com and click the contact button. That is what Joyce did. Joyce is on the line from The Garden State, New Jersey. Hello, Joyce. How can we help you out today?
1: Hi, Jill. So nice to talk to you. I am confused on withdrawals, um, but mostly because all of my income is from stock ETFs and bond ETFs and some cash, I don't know how to figure out ahead of time what my tax bracket is so that I can Mm. go ahead and withdraw some money but stay within my tax bracket. But how do you know what your tax bracket is if your only income uh, is not from a job but from the market? A very good question. So you're going to tell us a little bit about yourself and we're going to walk
0: you through this. So how old are you, Joyce?
1: I'm 65, just turned 65 in July of
0: this year. Congratulations. It's Medicare time for you. Are you um,
1: entitled to uh, Social Security or a pension? No pension, but I am entitled to Social Security, which I'm not taking as of yet. Probably next year, I'll take that.
0: Tell us a little bit about where the stock and bond ETFs are. Are they
1: in a taxable account right now? A good part of them are in a taxable account. I have a total of about 2.5 Two two point three million. Well, as of this week, (laughs) but five hundred and sixty eight are in a thousand are in an IRA, and that's a combination of stock and bond ETFs. The rest of it is in a taxable brokerage account at Vanguard.
0: You have held these ETFs for a long time, not so long. What what's the um? Where 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 is the uh, holding period that we're talking about?
1: Oh, about 30 plus years. I've been investing okay. for about 30 plus years with Vanguard. Yeah. Okay. So when you said
0: 2.2 or 2.3, did that include the 568,000 IRA or not?
1: Yes, it did. It does. Okay. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Gotcha. In this account, are you telling me that they don't have something listed as cost basis
1: in there or do they? They do. I'm not sure how to use that though, but they do have cost uh, basis. God.
0: Yes. Okay, good. I'm going, to, I'm going to explain that to you. So the IRA, we're going to leave aside because I presume you're going to leave that be until you're forced
1: to take money out. Is that the plan? Well, I don't know yet because I'm thinking maybe I should take some out now so I can avoid, you know, very large taxes later at age 72. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. the other part of it. Okay. So you've got
0: 1.6 in a taxable account. I'm just going to round it. 580 in an IRA. What about plain old cash? What do you have in the cash?
1: Oh yeah, I do have, um, boy, I I probably have about 130 to 140,000 in cash. Some of that's in the IRA uh, and a little bit of it is in the taxable, but most of it is in the IRA. I believe I have um, a money market in my IRA that's and about 120,000. I I took that out about a year ago because I got scared. You just receive interest
0: and dividends from your portfolio, right? Right. And capital gains. Yeah. And capital gains.
1: And you have no other sources of income at this point? Like, what are you living on? No. um, Well, I'm living on money that I took out a couple of years ago and put into a bank and that just pays my bills um and i only have uh, a small amount left that's why i'm really concerned i have to start making withdrawals but i don't know where to take them from uh so yeah i only have maybe twenty four thousand. Twenty
0: four thousand, you said
1: in the bank in a a bank account you know in a regular bank
0: how long have you
1: you're retired now how
0: um when's the last time you earned income
1: oh my god uh, about almost 14 years ago i retired very early Oh, okay. All right. And are you partnered or single? Single, no children, no debt at all. I have a home that the condo that's paid off. And I actually have another condo in California. That's also paid off, but mom lives there. And I own that with her.
0: I think you're right in that um, inside of that retirement account, what might be quite lovely is to start pulling money out and just pay tax on it. and then you don't I mean you you filed taxes last year, so you got tax documents from Vanguard. If you looked at last year's tax return, do you remember what the number
1: was in the lower right hand corner? I do. It was um, sixty nine thousand and um, with the deduction, I think I ended up with fifty seven thousand. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also had the Affordable Care Act last year, which brought me over the limit. So and this year I have half of a year of the ACA that ended in June. So that's the other thing I had to throw into the mix.
0: Yeah, you don't want to make too much money because then you've got that annoying IRMA thing with Medicare income. Uh, So IRMA, everyone, if you're listening, you don't know what this is. Income-related monthly adjustment amount, which is when you make a lot of money and you're receiving, or just when you make a bunch of money in general, I don't want to say a lot, but you make money, um, the more you make, the higher the contribution you have to make towards Medicare. So if you're filing single, we want to make sure that we're keeping your income at $88,000 or less or at least at a uh, let's call it under a, a $111,000 because i i presume right now the reason you had $69,000 why did that money come out was well, that was mostly interest in dividends or is there any sale that you made
1: no i didn't make any sale but the interesting thing is that i did receive an unexpected uh, 23000 the very last few days of the year in capital gains from a bond fund in my taxable account. I had no idea mm-hmm. that was going to happen.
0: Yeah. Sometimes they make those distributions. They sold the bonds. You didn't. I think in order to kind of make this somewhat simple, I don't want to go too crazy here because we can't micromanage the whole thing. You're mostly paying tax at a rate of, let's call it about 22%. That's your highest bracket, okay? And if you made a little bit more and you went into the 24%, it wouldn't kill you, right? But what I think you want to maybe do for this year is we would take the money out of the IRA and pay the tax on it. I wouldn't take all of that cash out at once. So here we are. You would like to replenish your bank account,
1: right? I mean, you want to have some money to live on. How much money do you need to live on on a monthly basis? Um, probably the most I would need would be about, um, 4,000 a month. Before the end of this year, you could take out, let's say,
0: um, I think about 20 will do it and you'll add to your taxable liability. But I think that if you had 20, again, I don't know how the bond fund, um, distributions are going to go. It may make you pay a little bit more in terms of, money that you have to pay towards Medicare, but I don't think it'll be that much more. Should I take
1: um, it out of the bond or should I take it out of the no, stock? Take it out of
0: take it out of the IRA and the cash, the cash that's in there already. So if you took twenty five out, I think that's about right. If you took twenty five out now and let's say that your income is 70 again and let's say it was 105 or something by taking that out. I don't know, maybe more, but you need, you need cash somewhere and, and let's pay the tax that's due on it. And then we're going to have a more, we'll have a better understanding of what your tax liability is going to be after we get through this year going forward with Medicare. But, you know, essentially if you were to then, you know, right away in January, you'll take your money out for the year. I would take out another. So if you have 130 in cash, maybe I'd take another 25 out right after that. And then you've got some money that's socked away in your bank account. You can live on that. And we should start depleting your IRA and paying the tax that's due on that slowly, but surely, and not take too much at once. Because I mean, you could take, you know, obviously if you take a whole slug of money out, you could have one rotten year for Medicare planning, but I'd, I don't know. It sounds like you're, that's not your, the way that you would like to run this. And then I think that then you would try to pull money out of this IRA account because before you're forced to take the money out, you'll have a better sense of your real tax liability at that time. In terms of taking money out of this Vanguard account, tell me about the funds you have at
1: Vanguard. I have, uh, well, in terms of the stock, I have a bunch of different funds. One of them is the S&P 500, the S&P 500. Mm-hmm. And I also have the, um, the big one is the Intermediate Bond Fund. Boy, that one has mm-hmm. about 800 and something thousand in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and that's
1: in the brokerage, the taxable account. Um, So that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, and right now you're taking the income from that
1: as opposed to reinvesting it. I mean, I'm actually not. You're not. No, I'm taking money. um, The money that I have that I had taken out a year or two ago from somewhere in the Vanguard account, I put that in the bank. So I'm only using the money that's in the bank now, which is quickly being depleted, only about 24,000 left. So that's why I I need to. I gotcha. Yeah, I got it. I mean, so what happens is
0: when you have these, even though you're an, in an index fund, when a bond matures in the bond fund, let, let's just pretend you owned an individual bond yourself, right? You held it to maturity. It matures and now you get your money back and uh, an interest payment and there are interest payments that are made along the way, which makes this not particularly tax efficient uh, vehicle, but you're not in a high tax bracket. So I don't want to go crazy with this. It's not like you should have been in a municipal bond fund. This still is a good investment for you. It's just that you have to manage the tax liability. I mean, the other alternative would be, you'd say, okay, I got to sell the bond fund. So, okay, let's say you sell some of the bond fund. Then you have to pay capital gains, which, you know, you're going to have a, uh, Uh, You know, you're going to pay at least a 15% capital gains tax. So, you know, but that still leaves the IRA growing and you being forced to take the withdrawals later anyway. And since you're only five years away, I'd start to do that first. I think that I'd rather get the money out of the IRA. And that'll be easier for you because you're going to have more income when you start claiming Social Security you know? And so this is all going to get compounded. You're going to be mad at me because you're going to say, oh, when I get social security, then I'm going to be putting in an extra $180 a month or something like that, I think, when it comes to my Medicare. But it's $180 a month extra. It's not like $2,500 a month extra. You know what I mean? So I think the weird thing about the IRMA surcharge is that It's done, um, as the, the IRS calls it, it's done on a cliff basis, which means if you earn $1 over the threshold, it causes the full corresponding surcharge to apply to all premiums for the year. Meaning like if you make $111,001, you're still going to pay the $180 bucks a month. So it's $111 up to $138. So you're going to have to pay it. So, I mean, it's not that much money, but I would really try to start to use my IRA to fund my day-to-day living expenses. And you should be rebalancing that IRA you really should. So in other words, if, if we are pulling cash out and you're really stock heavy in the IRA, start shifting some of it and make sure you replenish some of the cash as we move forward. I mean, you only need four grand a month. So if we get 50 grand out of there, which we're going to do in the next three or four months, you should be good. And then next year you'll do it all over again. The social security benefit. Do you know what you're at age 70 that benefit would be? Yeah, I actually think it's going to be around 3000. Oh, I think you ought to wait. I think you should wait. If you wait till you're age 70 and we start using the IRA as the to pay for your cash flow, think about this. And you whittle the IRA down and let's say, you know, you're only so it's 5 years and 20, 300 grand comes out, you know, you basically have half as much money in your IRA, you let the taxable account grow, you get your social security, at your three grand a month. And then, you know, I, I think what's going to end up happening is that your three grand a month plus your minimum required distribution is going to be kind of all you need to live on. You can t- tap into the, the Vanguard taxable account, but I think that sounds like a pretty good game plan.
1: It does. Where should I take the money from to replenish the cash? Should I take it in the IRA? Tell me what the split is. Is it is it like 50-50 or what's the de-
0: allocation right now?
1: I, I'm thinking the allocation is more stock than bonds in the IRA. I think it's um, it's probably like seventy thirty.
0: Okay, easiest thing you can do is once you take the cash out, move to sixty forty, and then you'll have the cash out. And you should stay with sixty forty. You know, you got plenty of money. You're you don't need all the money you've saved. And and by the way, are you at all charitably
1: inclined? I'm not charitably inclined as much as I am. I'm going to leave my niece and nephew, um, whatever is left. Yeah, so I would do that with them but because um, I don't have kids. All right, great. Then you're in great shape, lady. Go out
0: and enjoy yourself in New Jersey and um, be careful because those New Jersey drivers, as at least as I experienced them here in New York City, a little crazy got to tell you. You guys stay on the other side of that bridge, okay? Thank you so much Joyce and thank you for giving us a shout. If you are interested in a little bit more of this Irma conversation. I know it's very wonky. There are a lot of different permutations of planning for Medicare versus Social Security and required minimum distributions all these things come into focus as you get a little bit older and if you need help navigating that just give us a shout all you need to do is go to our website jillonmoney.com click the contact button and we would be able to put your mind at ease okay lift someone up today and remember our mantra grit growth grace we'll talk to you tomorrow thanks for listening